All right. Well, I hope everybody's doing great out there. Uh, this is Barry. This is Carrie. And we are going to have another expanding your musical suitcase on the ever-present <laughs> music argument. <laughs> Perfect introduction, Barry. Awesome. It got all of the things we need, the correct title, the correct yep. episode. Karsten's going to love it. Yep. So uh, this is going to be a little different for some of you uh fans who are kind of more into the you know pop and rock and hip-hop or whatever you want to call it all you kids because this uh is about a uh a man named john jorgensen and his quintet mm -hmm. he actually produce uh performs with many many artists and i'm just going to give you some of the bigger ones that he's performed with um Elton John, The Birds, Bob Dylan, Bob Seger, Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, Barbara Streisand, Luciano Pavarotti, Mike Nesbitt, uh, Bonnie Raitt, and some others. But um, <laughs> so this is uh, one of those uh, musicians who, when you see, you know, Elton John for six years, if you saw him live or if you heard any of the recordings he put out, he was the lead guitar, and uh, he's noted for playing uh, lots of Telecasters. But in this episode, we are going to get into what used to be called Gypsy Jazz, but due to the changing times, is now called Hot Club Jazz, which was popularized by Django Reinhardt in the 1930s. And uh, I had... Carrie listened to John Jorgensen's, what album was it again? Um, Ultra Spontane. Ultra Spontane. Yeah. So I've already talked a lot. What did you, what did you think, <laughs> Carrie? I I really enjoyed the album. Like it was really nice. I built Legos during it, which yeah. I feel like was the perfect decision for this album. Um, but it, it kept reminding me th throughout the whole thing. I kept thinking about how this reminded me so much of like the, um, just the musical soundtrack to Arrested Development. Like I yeah. was like, I kept picturing like scenes from Arrested Development being like, this would fit perfectly in there. Um, so that was very fun. But yeah, it's like a happy, like I kept kind of like dancing in my chair the whole time. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And then... Oh, I was also surprised when I think it's yeah, it's track five. Don't worry about me came mm -hmm. up because I was like it was starting off and it just it reminded me of like like happy but melancholy Christmas. Like I was like, there's something like, yeah, like something nostalgic or something. And right. then all of a sudden there were lyrics and I was like, ooh, it was very <laughs> pretty. <laughs> so that was yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, so to to describe this a little further for people who may not still understand what kind of music we're talking about, this is a type of instrumental jazz music that came mm -hmm. about in uh, Paris in the 1930s. And uh, what it was was an infusion. Uh, since the 20s, uh, Paris had become kind of enthralled with jazz. And then kind of the travelers, what used to be called the gypsies would have their camps outside the larger towns and they would start to play in jazz style but also also infuse their traditional musical style into there and that's why um so if you hear this it's it's almost like nothing else you can certainly hear the jazz but mm -hmm. because it's 
Paris in the 1920s and 30s, uh, a lot of times uh, there's an accompaniment by a violin, a mm-hmm. uh, har- uh, not a harmonica, a uh, can't can't think accordion, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, traditionally in a in a bar setting would be like an upright bass and sometimes drums and a banjo. So it's a very very acoustic uh, jazz. And uh, the interest, one of the interesting things about this is if you're a guitar aficionado, the Selmer Company was the first guitar company um, in, I think it was 1933, to create a guitar with a cutaway because these, uh, these French, uh, Selmer is a French company, and they would, uh, these guitarists would be playing at the, the, the highest frets and most, you know, acoustic guitars, you can't reach that. So, mm-hmm. uh they actually produced a modified acoustic guitar specifically for this style. And you can still get these. Um, in fact, I believe there's a John Jorgensen signature guitar. And I've seen one that was used at uh, uh, Dave's Guitar in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And if if not, if you like guitars and you are coming through La Crosse, Wisconsin, ever go to Dave's Guitar. They are, yeah, for they're sure. a, man fa- they're a ma- uh, magnificent guitar store uh known by many rock stars and uh they had one and i picked it up and i was like i don't even know what to do with this it's it's <laughs> like you know i know how to play guitar but this is like a beast unto itself the strings are silver wound there you know and and like uh i've heard lots of interviews from john jorgensen and you know they have to re- he has to replace his strings after each performance and oh my gosh. I don't know that any other, but the other thing is to get the tone, to get the attack, he uses uh, a uh, a pick that is basically like four millimeters of stone. It's a, it's a solid pick. And wow. you get a completely, I actually bought a, I think I have a three mil uh, hard plastic Dunlop pick that I was playing mm-hmm. uh, acoustic guitar with. And then I was, I was playing, uh, starting to play some, some blues and jazz and I switched to that, and I will say, on an acoustic guitar, you really can tell. On an electric, it doesn't it doesn't make so much mm-hmm. difference because once it's going, it's going. But that acoustic on those really hard picks, man, it really starts ringing out. But mm-hmm. um, Carrie, did you? Uh, I know I didn't tell you to, and I I, I forgot to. But did you watch any uh, YouTube videos of him playing? I did not. But I'm I'm curious about um, going and finding some because I was yeah like I was picturing in my head actually I was gonna say during a uh, ghost dance which is oh, the yeah. ninth track that's, that's probably one of my favorite tracks off this album yeah I think it's my favorite one like I just um, I I whenever there's like fast strings but like then all of a sudden like a swooping melody that mm-hmm. kind of covers it like I just I love when that happens in music. And it made me think of, I was um, going to look it up to see if I could find it live because it reminded me of at the Minnesota Orchestra, um, there's a conductor named Sarah Hicks and I could like picture her like swaying with it, like the way yeah. that she conducts. And I was like, oh man, I still want to see this live because it just, yeah, it's a super cool piece. Yeah, I know there are several recordings, some taken with a phone, but actually some, you know, professionally produced recordings of him on on YouTube. So it is worth yeah. uh and you know he he travels around, and like I said, he's already a, a renowned uh, guitarist. But even in this realm, you know, he goes to like Paris to do the uh, do the Django Fest or whatever they call it um, sometimes. Uh, but um, he's getting up there. He's sixty three. It's not you know it's not oh. 
way old, but now I'm now I'm like, oh, I really want to get out to see him. He was in Wisconsin like four years ago, and I was like, oh, I'll catch him again when he comes by again. And I haven't seen him, you know. I you know I check <laughs> I check his website now and then, you know. It's not like I'm checking it every day, but so I was like, right, you know, every six months or so. Oh, I wonder if he's got a new concert coming out near me. Uh, yeah, well, if I want to drive to Indiana, <laughs> and for those of you out there, that's what six hours or so or more. Yeah, I think so. So yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. I don't know what else to say about this, but this is you know, there's no this is all instrumental. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you like jazz, uh, if you have some, you know, this is the perfect kind of thing to throw on your your headphones while you're working because there's yeah. nothing to interrupt, you know, your th- thought process. This is the kind of thing in college that I'd like to put on while I'm studying because there's no lyrics messing with what you're what you're thinking mm-hmm. about. So, yeah. And I feel like it's it's great to listen to. I would agree, like while working or something, because there's enough that. Like, I think it's a perfect blend where it, it can fade into the background a little bit, but yet there's enough there to, like, kind of pique some attention. So it, right. like, keeps you entertained but doesn't overwhelm the right. senses. <laughs> yeah, it can be exciting. If you want to just sit down and listen to it, you can. But you can mm-hmm. also, you know, this is the kind of music um, I've actually found, like, uh, Pandora. There's a hot club jazz station where it's actually where I found John Jorgensen. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's other groups out there playing this. But it's basically, like, you know... If, my wife and I are home on a Sunday morning, you know, reading the newspaper, sitting in the sun porch, and we have this on, and it's just mm-hmm. very kind of, you know, if you close your eyes, it, it takes, it, it paints an image of, you know, Paris. I mean, it, oh, it yeah. just sounds like Paris, uh, yeah. especially some of the slower ones and with the mel- melodic uh, violin in there. I think, mm-hmm. what is it, like, This American Life, I think, uses this kind of music now and then as their background mm. music. It's a very mm-hmm. NPR. If you listen to it, you go, oh, and NPR. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted I wanted to record this specifically because we hadn't recorded anything with with just instrumental and mm-hmm. and I think there's all kinds of music that should be brought into people's uh, you know, audio suitcase or whatever we're calling it. <laughs> Yeah, whatever that is. No, I agree. And I feel like I'm someone who loves lyrics. Like I love like learning them and taking them apart and figuring out what the song is about and like finding the, you know, I enjoy the rhyme scheme. I enjoy like the different references that get made. And so like I'm 100% on board with lyrics. But every once in a while I just feel like it kind of like you can get lost in the poetry of a song and forget about like the musical aspect. Mm-hmm. And so I love having things that are just instrumental to remember that like music is its own thing and you can get lost and swept away in just the melodies and yeah, Yeah. like you don't need lyrics to keep your attention or to be entertained. Right. And I I come from a a little different edge. I mean, I know there's great lyrics and there's, you know, it, you know, I like listening to poetry some, but, and when you put lyrics and music together, something beautiful happens but sometimes I'm listening to a song and I was like, oh, why did they break away from that great guitar solo just to hear these <laughs> lyrics? Just so you can hear talking. What I don't this? care about the girl who dumped you. Go back to the guitar. <laughs> anyway, there's none of that here. It's all just uh, instruments uh, sounding like they need to sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if Agreed. you have a chance, uh, it's uh, John Jorgensen with it, J-O-R. And uh, check it out or check out, you know, 
any hot club jazz station. Uh, certainly uh, Django Reinhardt. Um, check out, I know there's like Hot Club Sandwich. There's a band out there. <laughs> and there's like Hot Club of San Francisco. There's, there's albums out there. And um, I mean, these days you can you know, find them on Apple or find them on Pandora or find them anywhere. But, you know, if you got any interest in listening to some instrumental, especially, you know, lots of us are sitting at home trying to get our work done. And, you know, sometimes podcasts can get a little uh, you know, distracting when you're trying to get actual work done. So <laughs> I need to pop something in that has no words. So mm -hmm. uh, so are you glad I, I mentioned this to you, Carrie? I am very glad. Thank you for well, selecting me, Barry, to listen to it. <laughs> well, fantastic. <laughs> uh, so for the Black Door musical uh, hot club jazzument, this has been Barry. This has been Gary. Thank you. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, baby it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside.